Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 19 September 2023. Our bit today comes from Genesis 42, verse 8, which says, And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. Oh, friends, how wonderful it is that we've been blessed to see another glorious day on God's great earth. And yes, it's been born of his daily mercies and compassions, but it also means that he still has work down here for us to do. So please, let's get our Christ-like selves together and do the Lord's work now. What will it take for us to live up to our Christian responsibilities, eh? Fire and brimstone? Our God has been so good to us down through the ages that it's only fair that we keep our part of the bargain if we want the covenant to have a happy ending. Remember, we are the ones who are suffering the hurts and pains of Satan's evil doings. And everything the Lord has advised us to do is for our benefit, not his. Nuff said. Now, let's turn once again to that intriguing story of Brother Joseph. In our last go-round, we saw where the famine was in full swing throughout all the lands. And his father, Jacob, sent his ten brothers down to Egypt to buy grain, saying that we may live and not die. And that comes from Genesis 42 too. However, he refused to send his last child, Benjamin, fearing that some calamity might befall him the way it had done Joseph some 20 years before. The Bible then tells us, And the sons of Israel, that's Jacob, came to buy corn or grain among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan, and that's where they lived. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren, his brothers, came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And that comes from Genesis 42, verses 5 to 6. Oh, my people, how mighty are the ways of our God. Eh? Remember many years before when Brother Joseph told his brothers that in his dream they were bowing, bowing down before him? That was the very reason they had gone to so much trouble to get rid of Brother Joseph in the first place. Well, it had taken almost two decades, but the word of the Lord does not lie. It might tarry or take some time, but it always comes to pass. Yes, my people. Then the Bible continues, and Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew, and he knew them, but made himself strange unto them that's acted as a stranger to them, and spake roughly or harshly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan, to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. And that's come, that comes from Genesis 42, 7 to 8. And that was quite possible, since Brother Joseph was most likely dressed as an Egyptian nobleman, and possibly even spoke the Egyptian language after being in the country for so long. 
the good library then states, And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies to see the nakedness or exposed parts of the land, ye are come. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. We are all one. Yes, we are all one man's sons. We are true or honest men. Thy servants are no spies. And he said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren or brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not or no more. And that's Genesis 42, 9 to 13. Now, isn't it strange that the brothers even mentioned that they had a sibling who was no longer alive? Or so they thought. But the interesting reparty between the brothers goes on. And Joseph said unto them, That is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved or tested. By the life of Pharaoh ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and ye shall be kept in prison that your words may be proved or tested, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely ye are spies. And he put them all together in ward or prison three days. And that's Genesis 42, 14 to 17. Baba, yes, but Joseph was really tough with his brethren. And this explanation from the scholars makes the whole thing even more interesting. They say it is hard to determine Joseph's real motive for testing his brothers. Most scholars feel that Joseph was not being vindictive, but was engaged merely in official probing and testing. However, Joseph's manner, coupled with the numerous tests through which he put his brothers, gives the distinct impression that he was humbling his previously arrogant brothers and they reference verses 6 to 14 before there where he talked, spoke to them harshly and called them spies. And even if that's true, why not? Eh? But Joseph, though godly, was still only human and they had put him through unnecessary hell simply because of their jealousy and hatred. And it's not strange that when we do evil and ungodly deeds, that at some stage of the game, they rebound on us, like the famous Australian boomerang. That's because the Lord God is our vindicator and we do not seek vengeance ourselves. He will eventually give us justice. Remember Brother Paul's words in Romans 12, 19, as he quotes Deuteronomy 32, 35, where he says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, said the Lord. Yes, my fellow saints, our God will make everything right if we only believe him and leave everything in his hand. And no, it's not always easy to forgive or let wrongdoings go by 
especially when they cause much hurt and pain. But our ever faithful God requires that we make such sacrifices if we truly believe in him. And now that it's time to go home, let's declare, yes, we spell declare right. Let's declare our Tuesday mantra, letting all and sundry know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. As one strong and sincere voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And now, my people, now that we've made such a marvelous admission, it now behooves us to go out and share that wonderful love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, the word of God, that is the standard to which we must always aspire. Yes, friends, we must always try to live up to what the word of God says, because that's our instruction manual for life down here on earth. So please, let's read the word, study it, put it in our hearts, and then live it out now the way we're supposed to. And we pray that we'll all get together and do that successfully, unite as one, and live for Jesus. And we pray it in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.